Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cafe All Lit. Um, this is season three, episode five, and um, I just last week I just didn't have didn't have time. I was really busy. Um, you know, with that uh, little trip I went on, we were hoping to do something on the trip, but uh, it ended up just not working out uh, time wise and with the way we had things. Um, scheduled but i am back now hopefully will not be missing another week anytime soon um i might throw in a bonus episode in the next week or two just because i want to do some do a couple of things that are not um not uh contemporary literature um so um what else can I say this shouldn't be too long of an episode? I wouldn't think. Um, so you've seen from the title, um, we're doing a poem called Southern History by Natasha Trethaway. Um, it is from her uh, collection Native Guard, um, which was published in 2006 and won the Pulitzer Prize in 2007. Um, there's a ton of really good poems that really hit um, in this collection. I read the whole collection a couple months ago, I think. And uh, a lot of times when I read um, poetry collections, I'll take snap pictures of photo photos on my um, on my phone just to kind of keep them when if they like stick with me. Or like if they really like hit so, and this was one of them I just thought was really, really good, kind of cool, and uh, sort of also related to. I mean the it was the the collection came out in two thousand six, but it's um, I think this a lot of the poems this poem in particular kind of hit really just as hard today with all the um, things that are going on in the country and with like. Um, we're kind of really starting to talk about how history has maybe been um, censored or whether through bias or just outright um, denial, whatever it, whatever it may be. Um, And so I'm just going to, I'm just going to read this poem. I absolutely urge you to go out and get yourself a copy of this book. It's, um, it's a fantastic book of poems. I want to get um, get some more of her work. Um, I just haven't gotten around to it yet, but this this one is this one is very very good. So, um, Southern history. Before the war, they were happy. He said, quoting our textbook. This was senior year history class. The slaves were clothed, fed, and better off under a master's care. I watched the words blur on the page. No one raised a hand, disagreed. Not even me. It was late. We still had reconstruction to cover before the test, and, luckily, three hours of watching gone with the wind. History, the teacher said, of the Old South. A true account of how things were back then. On screen, a slave stood big as life. Big mouth, bucked eyes, our textbooks grinning proof. A lie my teacher guarded. Silent, so did I. Damn. Um, this sort of immediately 
brought me back to, um, you know, when I was in history class in high school, um, and we did watch Gone with the Wind, uh, sort of as a representation of history. And there was no sort of like, um, we didn't really get like the whole, like specifically a true account of how things were. It wasn't like they said that, but I mean, it was sort of like understood that you were watching this to see how things were. And, um, of course now it, we realize and, um, now that I'm older and more kind of, you know, learns more things, you realize that, that, not that I paid much attention to, I didn't, I didn't care about the movie, um, as a high school student anyway, I was barely paying attention, um, while we watched it, but just thinking about it now, even, you know, a little bit that I remember, you know, it's, I mean, it was very romanticized, um, wasn't it's not really history it's like a romanticized version of history if you um it's very romanticized from from the white point of point of view makes makes the um makes it seem like slavery maybe wasn't that bad you know just crazy things um but yeah i mean the just the teacher at the beginning of this is quoting the textbook before the war they were happy you know the slaves were clothed fed and better off under a master's care which is sort of like what something would somebody would say about their pet or something which when you're talking about when you're talking about humans human beings you know people that is an out Landish statement. Um, like, oh, yeah, they were better off as slaves, where they were, you know, beaten, whipped, whatever else. Even in the, even absolute best case scenario, they were treated well, but they weren't free to do as they wanted. You know, they didn't have that freedom they still were legal legal property of another person so the just the dehumanization that comes from that alone even even if even if you as a person are treated as equal in every other way which you know they weren't but but even if even if they were the dehumanization that comes from being property of another person, legal property of another person, is just just plain wrong. Um, and so, so to sit for like a history textbook to say something like that, or for a person in general to say something like that, um, they were better off under a master's care. You know, it's just. disappointing sort of just it just uh, it just hits you right in the 
part as just like being wrong, straight, just plain wrong. Um, let's see. I watched the words blur on the page. So you can tell like this affected, affected her as it should. It should have affected, should affect anyone really thinking about all of, all of that. Um, but then she says that no one raised a hand disagreed, not even me. Um, the before the test and luckily three hours of watching gone with the wind you, know, you can just tell that whether she knew it going into the movie or not like you know I mean that they they paint it like it's oh you get to you get to watch a movie you know it's it's nice but you know you don't really want to watch gone with the wind probably as a high school student I think most of the time you're like just hoping to sleep through it or something. Um, best case scenario. Um, yeah, they're just the, the caricatured, um, stereotype, um, just sort of dehumanizing way that, um, a slave stood big as white, big as life, big mouth, bucked eyes. Are textbooks grinning proof? You know, it's kind of they they picked they would pick someone to portray um, the slave in the film or something that was. Um, sort of as far from the, I guess, quote, normal white-looking individual just to further show, further kind of, I guess, quote, prove that it's, they're not, that white people, black people maybe are not the same, which is, I don't know exactly where I'm going with that, but it's just, the idea, like the way that they were in the movie, it specifically portrayed. Hopefully, you understand what I'm what I'm getting at here. They're intentionally making that individual who's playing the slave look more wild, um, less quote cultured, I guess. Um, just kind of separating them out as other, which throughout history, throughout literature, um, being other is generally um, kind of looked down upon. Um, you know, you're singled. The other is singled out in a lot of... Um, is also often singled out as being not only lesser than, but sort of um, more degenerate more um like i guess in in gothic fiction too it's usually that's where the the problems or the um just the unease comes from the other it's a big it's a big thing in, in gothic gothic fiction and uh 
there's like a genre of southern southern gothic um as well that kind of leans into that um yeah just a really it's difficult to just like maybe say exactly what I'm trying to get at here, but it's just the um definitely the whole collection sort of deals with these these themes of race, um, particularly like during slavery, civil war, um, just some really, really powerful, really well written um poems that kinda tug at you a little bit, make you make you uh think. Um I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone who wouldn't generally agree with um, what she's saying here. Um, well, maybe not. I don't know. We're living in very strange times, um, to say the least. Not that any of this ever, not that any of the things ever really went away, but um, everything is being coming coming back circling back to being much more open um than than it was probably five ten years ago i think the rise of social media and um just the constant access everyone has to everyone else um is kind of bringing it out you can find whereas before you might if you're a crazy person you might have to um you might have to like search a little more like 15, 20 years ago to find people who shared your crazy beliefs. Now it's, it's very easy to hop online and find a, find a group of people who believe exactly the um, crazy or terrible things that you might believe. And then that sort of gives you a sense of, um, not only you're not alone, but you know, if other people believe it, then there's more of a chance that you're right for, or, um, necessarily right, but you're, uh, justified, I guess, for believing the things that you do, no matter how, um, cruel or unusual they may be. Um, but absolutely go check out Native Guard. You can get it, um, any online bookstore, um, I'm sure you can find it. Um, I know uh, if you live in the Jackson, Mississippi area, Lemuria Books has a copy. I'm sure mo a lot of uh, a lot of local type shops with really good poetry sections will probably have. Um, they'll definitely have some Trethaway, if not Native Guard. Um, but it did win the Pulitzer, so I think you got a pretty good shot at it being included in that. You may not find it in your local Barnes & Noble or Books A Million. The poetry sections there are usually um, more poplet um, garbage poetry. Um, there's some good stuff in there as well, obviously, but you may not be able to find something that's you know more than 15 years old. Um, it's in that awkward space where it's not really classic poetry um but it's also not like um new and still being talked about in in your average um reader circle 
So, um, it's always, it's always kind of weird talking about, um, something like this as, as a, as a white dude, but I think it's, I think it's important for, um, everyone to sort of think more about, um, poems like this, because even though, um, obviously like slavery and stuff's gone, there's still a lot of, some of the implications have still trickled down into, into contemporary society. And, um, just i think there are plenty of people who probably still believe that their history textbooks like what their history textbooks told them about about things um so it's it's kind of good to have stuff like this where you read it and it um sort of challenges um challenges you to think a little more to di- to dig a little deeper and and research things because if you were someone who believed that maybe there's some other things that you believed that might not be true, you know, look into things a little more, I think, um, is something that this is subtly encouraging, um, even beyond the surface, just reading it on the surface, you can definitely get some, get some really, um, powerful messages from but i'm rambling talking in circles a little bit now so i think the poem does a good enough job speaking for itself go get the collection native guard 2007 pulitzer prize winning collection um by natasha trethaway order it online you can find it in your local bookstore even better um but that's it for me this week it was a longer episode than i thought but still not too terribly long so that's a sentence um but until next time keep on reading